Hey guys, it's Brennan. Just a heads up that this is a follow-up to the Barbie and Oppenheimer reviews we did. I'd recommend to go listen to those first because this is basically an hour of spillover conversation and operates under the assumption you have seen both movies or don't care about spoilers. Uh, also, apologies about uh, the mic quality of our guest host Griffin's mic on this episode. I'm trying to clean up the audio I best I could in post, but uh, there are a few parts that are hard to hear. Otherwise, you know, enjoy us yelling about the patriarchy or something. Hi, Nicole. I'm Mom Hi. Hi. Hello. And uh, for one more show, it's Griffin coming and in. And one for show Hi, only. Hey, I just can't wait to kick you off the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is Whoa. films with the women, and uh, you, uh, as of right now, do not identify. Uh, that's not you know. If you if uh, you ever want to switch teams, that's yeah. So if I switch teams, okay, that's not what we're here teams, for. Can I be on the podcast one? <laughs> yes, that's actually wow. exactly that's how it works. Oh, okay. Wow, that's if you that's transition, a... I will let you on the show. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Barbenheimer today, Barbenheimer, and then you're like, "Wow, well, we just saw Barbie, we just saw Oppenheimer," and uh, frankly, there was just too many thoughts and things to talk about in those episodes. They already kind of ran long, and we needed to uh, a separate place to talk about them, and also as a whole, because Barbenheimer the weekend. Ooh. I mean, I'm saying it, and you're probably hearing it and knowing what I mean, which is strange. Exactly. Usually, movies don't come out two that are not like each other back to back, and then they compete. Although in this case, it's more of a cooperation. All the mm-hmm. actors and directors and people doing behind-the-scenes stuff to support the other movies. You know, there's historical content. No, they're and all now on everyone's strike. on strike. That's right? what happened. So everyone Barbenheimer enjoy Barbenheimer because it. it's the last movie weekend you'll ever we see. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Bar, but Bar, like Barbenheimer, the, the the thing, like we've just had a glut of Marvel movies, you know, for 15 years. It's been a year of blockbusters <laughs> that have not been Marvel, Super Mario Bros, John Wick. John Wick. Other things, I'm sure. Transformers, there was another one. So, Barbenheimer, what did you guys think when you just started hearing about this? When it's, it, it stuck out to me. It seemed different. Um, I don't think it's very different at all, actually. Um, <laughs> God, yes! Yes! Started off strong, Nicole. I love it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um... I think about 10 years ago, I think we had this same situation, I believe, and, and I hope someone can correct me if I'm wrong. It was uh, the year that The Dark Knight and... Oh, I you brought it up. You cut me off at the knees. I believe it's Mamma Mia 2. Yeah, Mamma Mia. Mia or Mamma Mia 2. Mamma um, Mia and The Dark yeah, Knight, yeah, yes. They came Disney. out the same year, and that was kind of like our our preemptive intro to a, a scenario like this. And... If but did it have a name? Me, yeah, it didn't have a name. I think it was like the Dark Mama. Um, <laughs> the Dark Mama. But Dark if anybody Mama knows Knight. me, Mama uh, Knight. Yeah, <laughs> the Dark did. Mama's better. I like the Dark Mama. Yeah, I, I do too. I didn't watch any movies before I met Brennan. Honestly, I have three favorite movies that I've watched my whole entire life, and I'll—that's the only thing that I ever put on. So. Um, <laughs> You know, meeting him and and watching these films, I didn't have that sort of excitement back then for that. And I don't think that the world had that excitement. So this is a completely different realm in terms of fanfare, but it's it's certainly not the first time that this has happened. I didn't mean to say it was the first time I said it. I was actually going to bring up the Dark Knight Mom Mia one and be like, oh, look, another Christopher Nolan movie and a girly thing? Question mark? Yeah, it's actually um, But anyway, Mom, okay. Oh, I I don't know of any other time that this has happened. Um, but we, you, the boys did grow up in um, a film loving household. We, I mean, a lot of times, probably thirty percent of our communication is basically just quoting movie lines. Honestly, <laughs> so uh, that might explain a lot to you, Nicole, and to like the general public. Um, oh yeah, our I listening learned fast. audience. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of times where there's just no reason whatsoever and you'll spew out a line and everybody knows what you're talking about in our household. So um, that's not not an uncommon thing but i don't remember it being like this like this has been you know this has a hashtag and i realized that maybe there wasn't a hashtag with it's got the merch oh yeah have you seen the merch oh yeah yeah there's merch merch all over the place they've been been selling like hotcakes yeah i don't know if it's official merch but like it has a wikipedia page you can look up barbenheimer the like i'm looking at it right now like it's separate and the the cover is the poster i don't know if people have seen it i know this yes but there's a poster that says oppenheimer and it's a combo of all the stars and it it's just great it looks it it captures it perfectly (laughs) yeah yeah it's great there's a shirt right now that i i kind of want but if you listen to our other episodes i would never buy um (laughs) it's the uh the death quote from Oppenheimer, where it's like death, death becomes me, or I'm I'm, the, I create the death. What was it? I am death destroyer. I have become destroyer of lives. Yeah. yeah, and um, it's in the Barbie font, and I just think that that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I would like a tea towel with that on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. That would be lovely. Kitchen towel. Yep. So <laughs> we stun the boys like they have no idea what a tea What's towel a tea is. Towel? So. I was actually singing. I don't know what a tea towel these days. What is a tea towel? A tea towel. Oh, let's toss it out of here. We put stuff on a tea towel. What am I going to come? A towel that hangs over your oven handle. Oh, you mean just like a kitchen cloth thing? Yeah. Okay. Kitchen towel. Kitchen cloth. In this house, we call it a kitchen cloth. What I wipe my face with. I mean, sometimes you could. If you well, I really I sp- put Dua Lipa big on this poster. Whatever I spilled and my bowling ball. Uh, well, I'm saying Barbenheimer, like Barbie and Oppenheimer, actually a lot of similarities. People have already pointed that out, but they are both made by husband and wife production companies. Anyone think about that? It's no- Greta and Noah, and then Nolan and his wife, wife is involved with the production. Wow, company. nice. I don't know. You we don't know who his thing. wife is, <laughs> though. I mean, literally. Yeah, my, Nolan... my mind is literally blank because we I'm don't sorry, know who but that is. Noah Baumbach has a very storied career by himself, and outside of Christopher Nolan films, I don't know what Christopher Nolan and Mrs. wife Nolan is up, nice. up to. Mrs. Nolan. Mrs. Nolan is Christopher Nolan and wife company. Mrs. Nolan, Christina Nolan. That's like the biggest stretch you've ever made on the show. (laughs) What part? Christina Nolan. Christina Nolan? I didn't say that. Who said that? I don't know. I might have said that. (laughs) (laughs) Prestige directors, ensemble casts, very similar movies. The casts aren't similar. I was saying similar in in scope, in size. They're both very large casts of famous people. Oh, okay. That's true. That's my point. Uh, Yeah, Killian Murphy doesn't fit into the Barbie (laughs) realm anywhere. (laughs) Oh, he would have been great as Alan. Dude, there have been interviews uh, (laughs) he's open to being a canon in in Barbie 2. I don't know. Barbie says she like thinks about dying. You know, he's the destroyer of worlds. You know, that's true. <laughs> that's I'm true. not even kidding. There's literally there's stuff about this, so that's why like I've I've read things where like and they're they're kind of like two big moments. One is like militarization and like the coming of nuclear war and kind of 20th century American politics is Oppenheimer, and then Barbie is all consumerism and and uh, so- social issues and like th- these two movies basically encompass 20th century America if you really think about it. Like, so Oppenheimer Heimer birthed Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Well, Barbie, Barbie might not have came around if it wasn't for World War II. I don't really know Rhea Perlman's life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I took from this? Tell us. Oh my god. I can't even think of what I was going to say. <laughs> you you were the one who interrupted. You said, you know what I We don't know. You don't know. It's okay. Oh, shit. You know what I said? I don't either. <laughs> I just lost what I was going to say. I'll think about it and then I'll interrupt again. Okay. That's this fine. This is the I'll thing I think about. But oh, I about... know. Oh, she's back. <laughs> she needed a kid to start talking. And then just... <laughs> One of these movies 
really dove into the actor's strike that's currently happening while we're talking about this. Um, And the other one had 500 movie premieres with different outfits that were pink and sparkly. So I wonder what that says about the, uh, the two routes that these movies took. I think it shows true gender equality. (laughs) (laughs) I think it shows that maybe the Barbie film is paying a little bit better than the Oppenheimer film. I think, I think one is sponsored by Mattel <laughs> and yeah. one is sponsored one by, by Death. Right. One's backed by the government. Well, okay, this is... Uh, well, okay, I want to go back to you, and I'm uh, put, let's put on cynical hat again. Barbie Yay! versus Oppenheimer. Oh, you're you like go. Oppenheimer's Yay. dude bro movie. But, like, Oppenheimer is also made by an auteur filmmaker who's clearly trying to do a thing, whereas Barbie is un- unmistakably, undeniably a cash grab for everyone, and everyone's just getting a big paycheck yeah. from Mattel. Like... Like, I know, I know. Everyone's trying to make something fun, something quality for people, and it's gonna be better than like the average blockbuster piece of crap. But like, end of the day, filmmaking is an art. There's no question what these. There's no. There's. There's. There's just not close. Filmmaking Oppenheimer is a business. Oppenheimer runs laps around Barbie. We we have this argument discussion all the time. Filmmaking is an art. Filmmaking is a business. So if you can't make money doing something, you're not going to be doing it. I'm not well, saying Oppenheimer's not making money. Making so money. No, I'm not saying I I'm just saying that that's that's not the case, but you're making the delineation that uh trash shouldn't make money. I don't know. I you know, that's No, that's, I'm not saying trash should, well, actually yes, trash shouldn't make yes, money. Yes, that's, sh- that's, okay that's what you that's what you do say. Money. Yeah. Yes, trash but, shouldn't make money. But this isn't Barbie's not trash. Barbie is good enough quality where like it's it's more like McDonald's. Like, yeah, that's fine. Like you shouldn't eat it all the time, but like it's cheap. It's not it though. Appeals to everybody. It's not. You know what it is? Is it's appealing to people that uh, don't carry a Y chromosome. That's what it's appealing to. It's and it's not appealing to every one of those women, but it's appealing. You know, you say Oppenheimer, and literally there are people that are like, "What? No, I'm. You know, why am I going to spend three hours of my time about?" watching a movie about a man in the one of the darkest times in our human civilization we know the story i don't really care people probably really don't care about the man in the story they they know the story and the story is what's important so yeah you, i agree with that the story of you're taking, is more important than the man the opera yeah the man written is by a man the book is a man everyone in that fucking movie is a man except for two people you mean the actresses you hated in the movie but only two it doesn't matter <laughs> it regard and i didn't say well, that nicole. i hated nicole them. doesn't like women we know that i, <laughs> I, I was gonna say i was not about it isn't uh, emily blood and then no one else was like jumping on the i liked emily no one was jumping on the emily blood bandwagon because i was the only one when she spits on the guy at the end or, or you think she's going to that's one of the fun that's the funniest thing that chris Christopher Nolan has maybe ever written because he doesn't write a lot of levity, like because <laughs> he doesn't write women. That's why. That's the that's the problem. Well, I mean, when he writes Nolan women, he's got one up. of them naked the whole time. So what does that tell you about this movie? This is so frustrating because, I, first of all, if you didn't hear the Oppenheimer episode, I ridiculously hated that movie and it made me angry beyond anger's anger. So. I feel that way right now. And then you've got this other movie that is like, it's just, it's just a fun movie where women can get together and go see a movie and, and just go and have fun and dress up and, and just go do that. And it's written by a woman and it's fine. And what does that say about us, Mama Kay, when I have the absolute exactly opposite feeling as you, where Barbie made me uh, so angry, I could have walked out of there, and Oppenheimer held my attention, and I found that one to be much more interesting than watching, you know, all of these fake women. And we didn't even bring up Dua Lipa in this, and Dua Lipa's in the news right now quite a bit, talking about how she was, like, third build in the in the credits, and she was she's upset about that. She's in fan- two minutes. At Her most. fans are upset about that because she's a 
rising star woman in that film, but she was cast with the extras because she barely did anything. Well, fandom. I told you this are- when we were watching it. I was, I was, I was going to say real quick on Dua Lipa. I was, I, we were, when we were watching her, um, like she very clearly was not near anybody else filming. Like her shots are always by herself. She's in her little mermaid costume. There's the one scene where it's spoilers for both these movies. So John she Cena's was with John in Cena. a cameo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like it's very clear, Dua Lipa scenes were filled half day on a set, nowhere near anybody else's. Like if you look at just her scenes, um, so yeah, I, I I can see that. Yeah, but I mean that's you're picking apart things and you're p- taking pieces of it that, and also you're talking about things like fandoms, which are notoriously uh, unhinged these days. So I I see that, but I. I don't appreciate I don't appreciate films from a male point of view that honestly don't see women as anything but a vehicle for something. I mean, Oppenheimer had to have a wife. His wife was clearly afflicted with some things. And then we throw in this other woman and we have to see her naked the whole time she's in the movie. Why? I I talked about this before. I, You're saying why? the whole time. She's naked for one scene she's in. She's, she's not naked for scenes, one scene. Yes, she it is. She's, it might be, no, she's naked, naked for more than each other. No, she's naked in the bed with him. She's naked in the chair with him, and then she's naked again in yeah, the chair with him. So that's all kind of—that's all one sequence of things. It's not, not it's really. Not like, and then she's drowning like in a bathtub. It's not like we keep cutting back to Florence Pugh, and there's a room full of dressed men, and she's naked. You're acting like there's no—you're acting like there's no context to this. It's not. It doesn't even matter if there's content. Why? There's no context. Context. Sorry. Um, it doesn't matter if there isn't because there's no reason for her to be that way. Well, there's no reason. Like that's the alternative is not having your character, and then we are down. That's not true. In a Christopher Nolan film. That's not true. <laughs> like, you can you can portray an affair without having people being naked. I agree I with that. I'm always can. an opposer to nudity in like weird shit that we watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> you can get you can can portray what you want to say and you can convey the message without having tits in your face yeah and if you can't maybe you're a poor filmmaker how about that i agree with that 100 percent well that's congress for no one's poor poor i'm just telling you i'm trying to bring it to the i'm trying to bring it to the extreme that it feels like for me every time a woman who's been watching movies for 50 years and this is the same kind of thing that we keep seeing over and over and over again and it hasn't gotten to the point with women where they feel like they don't have to do these things anymore. Like it's not a requirement. Why did, why couldn't someone have said, why couldn't she have, I I like her and I like her acting. And I, I feel like I probably like her as a person, but I feel like why can't she stand up at this point and say, totally unnecessary. It's also like totally unnecessary for me. I don't know what you guys, anyone's getting also, I'm thinking like, also this is what, what time period was, it was around the world war two. So it was in like the forties and fifties. So, like, I mean, it was kind of like that. So, I mean, it's kind of a realistic portrayal, which is, you know, it's not even just the like. I don't think that's true. Why, why, why is it a big deal? Like, I, I don't. Why is it a big deal? She's because you can portray that feeling. Like, if you think about something like Mad Men that's set in the fifties, do you ever see like January Jones naked? And infrequent yeah it's it's, it's very, very infrequent because you understand the underlying message about it and all, if all you're doing is trying to sell sex in that scene we don't yeah. need that in something like it's... oppenheimer where we're trying to watch the visual of how this event occurred in in you in world history but all we need to do is watch her have sex with him in a chair while the, while his wife looks on that doesn't that's I right. Mean, yeah. That's true. To it add to add the story. To the I agree. It, uh, you know what no. it does? It, it adds it to perpetuates... the person, though. No, what it does is perpetuates women. See, the problem is, is women hating women, and that's what that scene is about. When they're both in the room to get when both yeah, female she's characters more mad are in the room Florence together. Florence Pugh than her husband. Yes, I understand exactly. And, I agree with you. and so in all you're doing life, is perpetuating yes. all of that. And there's such a sh- there's such a power dynamic that exists that men really 
do not understand. And part of it is they don't want to understand it, but there is a big part of it that they're just, they don't, they don't understand that there's an innate power, uh, system that's already, I don't want to sound like I'm on a high horse about, you know, I don't go for this it. This is the episode for this is why we, we, we carved this episode out specifically to do all this. So you got, you yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> so this is, the, this is the problem is that you have this, you have this situational stuff that does not add to the movie at all. It doesn't matter. I don't have any different opinion about Oppenheimer than if you told me, I need to know that he has a mistress, right? I don't need to see it. I don't you need to see the mistress. You could leave it out, I suppose. One less well, female you character. You could, but that's... Nolan film, but... <laughs> no, you could, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is, is that you can still have that information in there, but it doesn't have to be in the manner that it is. And it's for the male gaze, period. I, I don't think Florence Pugh when she's naked in there, like, I know she's naked in there, but, like, I don't think it's supposed to be, like, oh, Florence Pugh, hot tits. I don't think that's the You're point. wrong. I'm sorry. You're, but you're wrong. Not, I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, and, and I don't time, think Christopher Nolan's is... like, I want Florence Pugh have hot tits out in scene. I don't think that's what he's thinking. I, I find that very hard to believe. I think it's oh, I... much more. I th- no, hold on. Let me finish. You just went on your thing. I, on your, 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 your Emily Blunt power dynamic. She's mad at the, her more than her husband. I think that is his point in the scene. And I know you don't like that, but I think that's the whole greater point. It's not, I want to make, Guys, dicks hard with Florence Pugh's tits in the scene. I don't think that's the point because I think the point is Emily Blunt mad at other women, women cannibalizing each other in this exact, like, specific scene, and also painting Oppenheimer as a flawed, not great guy. It serves Can I those say something purposes. About that? I don't think it's serving titulation. Yes, go ahead, Nicole. So, you know, in other countries, it's. I assume, illegal to show that type of stuff. It's not polite to show that type of stuff in films. And I recently saw this, that places, I believe it was India and another country, they, the the only CGI in the film that they used was they put Florence Pugh in a black nightie during that scene. And I can tell you that did not decrease any value from that scene whatsoever to me i saw the picture of it i still remember the feeling that was supposed to be portrayed during that scene they could have easily done that without having to to have to have her boobs out we know they had sex we don't need to have it laid out in front of us there's no reason to have that in this film that's not what this is about it's about you know his internal conflict of doing this, the government's in involvement in it, the guy who two timed him essentially, it has nothing to do with that. It's just an added piece, which Mama K is spot on with this for the men to say, yeah, this movie's great. Cause there's bombs and there's boobies. And like, there's stuff if, in here if this were a st- that we like. <sighs> if there was a studio movie, I'd agree with you. Like that would be like, I just can't imagine there being no like I don't think Christopher Nolan. This is not an independent film. No-, no, it's not yeah. an independent film where there's no. But he has carte blanche. He's one of like five living people. He's a James Cameron. He's a Quentin Tarantino. He has carte blanche to do whatever he wants with a hundred million dollars. And so I don't think he's beholden to have. I don't think a studio came up to him and said we need naked Florence Pugh in this. I find I just don't. That's not convinced. Like, I don't. He doesn't That's have almost, naked women in all his other movies. This isn't a common Christopher Nolan thing to lewdly have women in his movies. This just doesn't. But that's it doesn't almost, make any sense almost, to me. It's not, it doesn't pass. That the almost makes. Test. That almost makes it worse for me, Brennan. Honestly, because if you have somebody who's pro- holding the purse strings telling you to do this, and you don't have that in this case, and you still feel the need to do this, it's it. It just it reeks of privilege. I just don't get why it's such a big d- 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 drag. I just don't. I don't get why it's a big like I because we're, saying- we're relating this. No, you're relating it to Barbie, which is supposed to be this women empowerment film, and then you have something like this in another blockbuster film. It's the total opposite. And if the same people, same younger people that are interested in both of these, I um these uh topics. 
You go in and you see one woman who has to be naked in a scene versus the other movie where it says you don't have to be naked to do this. You don't have to be this or that. You don't have to be what uh, people expect you to be. It's conflicting messaging. And if they both want to stay on the same playing field, you don't need to have that. I don't think they're trying to be yeah. like each other. Like, the, I, well, well, they sure made it like that. That and there's well, a huge the uproar. There's a huge uproar about. Well, this movie promotes, you know, man hating. We're talking about the Barbie movie now. This promotes man hating. Okay. I'm like, I don't. Okay, maybe there's a piece. No, I, I think there is probably. That. I think there is. Well, I think there is a piece of it that does because the only man we get in the real world that's only kind of. That's not one of the Mattel people is the husband of America yeah. Ferrera and he's a total dip. Like he's, oh, he's a total for, zero. What, four seconds? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah it doesn't matter. That's that's the only other real man and he's 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 and awful. Like he's the he's Well I was gonna say Well, I was gonna say mostly for the Barbie movie. I mean, yeah, I guess it is like kinda looking down upon men just because they just they throw the message that men are after money, greed and power and all that kind of stuff where they just show that they have less emotions, and then maybe the the movie doesn't portray it as well to show that they kind of come together. I feel like it doesn't really end as they come together. They kind of just end as in like on different sides. So it doesn't really fix any issues for me, at least. I think that's I, true, but I think when you're looking at the Barbie movie and you think about in the beginning, you have the Barbies and the Kins live. They live in the same world together, but they don't. Yeah. You know, they don't live in Barbie's house together for sure. Uh, but the Kins are not. Um, they're just having. They're just having the same life. I mean, as as Barbie, like they're only they're only getting played with when other people when other people are playing with them when when the kids are playing with them right that's the only time that's why barbie floats down from her house yes, she doesn't yeah. walk downstairs so she's only being a- they're only being activated when kids are playing with them so um so that's the barbie world and everybody is sort of quote kind of equal in that they're only getting use when somebody from the outside is using them contrast that to what happens when kingdom comes and the women that are in kingdom are now slaves to the men totally different than how the men are treated in the barbie world mm-hmm. are the men sla- like so the men are just they just kind of well they just, just exist dude. they don't actually do they just kind of hang around right that's because they don't yeah because they don't get played because i think the premise is is that in the real world the girls little girls play with the barbies and ken's an accessory yeah can sometimes yeah. gets played with i am so, trying to read to like what this world is before it's like it's a matriarchy right like all the women in the barbie if we're talking barbie hold jobs like what is this world like what it like what's I, the the film will have you believe because everyone has to arc and the story has to change that there's something inherently wrong with the barbie world at the beginning of the movie and i it doesn't seem like that's actually true it seems like at the end it's saying Oh, like we—the only reason the world had to change because America Ferrera was sad. If America Ferrera hadn't gone sad, we could have continued living in perfect matriarchy world forever. Well, that's that's that's, um, that's America Ferrera's Barbie world. That's not everyone's Barbie world. So, do you see what I'm saying? All of those characters is Barbie Land is only I, supposed to be America Ferrera's Barbie Land? That's how I took it to be. I took it to be it's only her Barbie so, land. No, 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 because because Weird Barbie, we see flashbacks from Weird Barbie's past. She's not from America Ferrera's world. Why is she how there do you, then? How do you know that? Because we see in the flashbacks, it's a different little girl. Is Everyone it? is different. No, we. I, I don't think it's implying that we are all supposed to have all these... Bar- I think that's part of the problem with Barbie is that the world rules are not... Not only are they not clear, they don't They don't make any sense at all. Yeah, that's why like, I like those... Like yeah, there's but do no. Do you see the difference? Uh, you're telling the world? me America Ferrera has 80 Barbies, and that's the reason that world exists. <laughs> I disagree. Like I think that's supposed to be just like a an amalgamation, an amalgamation world. of Barbie world. Yeah. That's quite possible. Yeah, which is do you see which the is kind of though between lazy, the when Barbies though. are in charge that they're not they don't take advantage of the Kins. The Kins are just there. But as soon as the Kins are in charge, what happens? The Barbies are slaves to the Kins. Yeah. Well, something the Barbies are happy though. Something I was reading about that is, you know, when we're in Barbie world, I think we see a very, very small glimpse of what this world is. I mean, we follow one cul-de-sac where four of the Barbies live. I don't even think that 
the president Barbie lives in this area because <laughs> they show them waving to each of them. Hi. And then we go to the beach. And those are the places that the Barbies that we're following live. But like, Hang out. what is, yeah, what is the rest of it? And to to say that it's just one person's um, uh, idolation of like what the Barbie world is. I think that's kind of factual in in my head because, you know, Weird Barbie is thrown off to the side. It could have been maybe America Ferreira's friend was the one that cut her Barbie's hair off and they didn't want to play with her when they were younger. So they moved her to this little area and maybe Weird Barbie is the another little girl's best friend and that's what she wanted her to be. She didn't want her to be what Mattel made it to be and she wanted to cut Barbie. Yeah, she wanted to cut the hair and she wanted to give it tattoos and whatever, but we saw weird Barbie as a negative and that's not the case for everybody. So, you know, if if that's what America Ferrera's childhood was like where okay, weird Barbie is what someone did negatively to this one, you know, that doesn't speak for everybody. So, I I don't like how this world is set up. Because I don't think it's a good representation yeah. of what everybody felt. Well, yeah, because they throw weird this Barbie. Is, worse. Yeah. If, if it's only... If, oh, sorry, they, so they throw just... They just kind of throw weird Barbie aside, which is kind of weird, because they're just like, oh, if you're weird, you're just an outcast, so get thrown to the side. Mm-hmm. So it feels like... It feels like mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just like kind of throw it aside. It doesn't really represent the world, I feel like, as well, which I... Well, if this is if this is only America Ferrera's Barbie's world, I mean, for me that makes everything worse. Like that makes this movie way worse if that's if that's supposed to be true. Like that really, then then the logical leaps are crazy. What Will Ferrell's going to America Ferrera's little fix? This is fucking stupid. Well, she does like, this, work there. I that's it. Like <laughs> it's insane. If we're imagining Barbie Land isn't just generic, all the Barbies that are played with in the real world play here, and it's like a parallel universe thing. If this is America Ferrera's private little. This makes everything that much more stupid, lame, and pointless almost. Well, it kind of has to be though, because otherwise, I mean, I'm coming around. I'm going to give this a not recommend if that's the case. I'm, I, I'm coming, I, otherwise, I'm why don't Nicole the other Griffin. why don't the other Barbies have like take on personas of the other little girls that are playing with them? Like, do you know what I'm well, saying? They don't see. They also don't show all the girls. They don't like show all the girls. Honestly, like, they didn't have enough time to show like every single Barbie, with every single girl. Like I didn't think they were going to show everyone like that. Right, right. So it's, and it's implied like like when you go to Weird Barbie, she's like, you have to find the little girl that's playing with you. With you. Yeah. She doesn't say you have to find the little girl that's playing with us, all of us, who's running this world. Yeah. That's not implied. Yeah. So does that mean America Ferrera thought that Midge was disgusting because she was pregnant? Maybe. <laughs> Is that what the point of that? I think Mattel no, thought that, and so did. Well, yeah, Will Ferrell thought that. Mattel thought that. Yeah. Anyway, my the what was the your point grander point thing, on that? Well, yeah, my point. My point about it was that. The everyone who's saying this is a you know a, a man hating movie or whatever is. You have to look at this piece where you've got the, the Barbies don't hate the men. The Barbies just ex- coexist in the world with the men in Barbie Land, but as soon as it turns into Kingdom, there's a power, there's a power uh, struggle that happens. There's a power. I, I understand that. I think the manhandling aspect comes from the end of the movie. The the women, the the, the, the the we didn't even really talk about the resolution of how the actual thing ends. The men are all portrayed as so stupid that w- the women could basically just walk from one Ken to the other and say nothing, and they will get so jealous they will go to war with other. Uh, we, with each other, destroy themselves. Oh my god! I fucking... And while they're too busy going to war with each other, Barbies will just enter a room and be like, "I declare, Barbie world is fine now." Like, I don't know. That's pretty. You don't find a little stupid. Tr- you don't find a thread of truth in that. I mean, though? I do. I, I see. No, I, see I mean, bar- like, as much as like men are jealous of other each other, but like at the end of the day, boys' clubs are boys. Like, I don't know. I don't think. I fucking I don't hated that so. part. I, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't. It does not ring true to me. It unfortunately. The that part of the... them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Just the the part of them starting a war with each other, and then mm-hmm. I feel like with a snap of of a finger, like they were totally back to normal. 
that part of the movie, and I wish that we brought that up during the Barbie review, was so half-assed to me. Like, yeah, they made a whole scenario where they were going to turn on each other, and that's what the whole setup was during the bonfire, and they were all singing to to the one Barbie. They all got up and moved, and they were supposed to be jealous and hateful, but... At the end of the day, all it came down to was, no, actually, men are better in our eyes because we've had this time to to build this opinion. So we're going to forget about everything that just happened in the past 20 minutes of this movie and we're pulling the Barbies away and the men are so full of themselves that all they care about is talking about what they like. But now they're all together again. I hated that part. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, the whole ending is kind of just like gobbledygook. Like I, I agree made, with that. Like the, SNL sketch movie, level it, logic. <laughs> yeah, people have problems ending movies a lot of the times, right? That they do. Yes, that, that that's a problem. I tend to agree, across. but I do like the Oppenheimer ending. While we're I, and I don't yeah, hate but, the Barbie but, ending in comparison I, to the rest of it. Like I don't think it's the, the reason- worst part. I see, I, I see such a parallel in this that maybe nobody else is looking at, but you have the, this, uh, Barbie war that's going on, or you have this Ken war that's going on. And meanwhile, you've got over in Oppenheimer land or Oppenheimer, Heimer, dumb. You have, um, they're all men. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all men. And, and, and. Well, yes, wars just, are just, run by. Yeah, I mean, what do you want? Men were in charge of everything forever for until a hundred years ago, like forever, everything. Well, and, so, and like they still are. <laughs> okay, and, so and now they they're ninety percent. I mean, so what do you? I don't know. What do you? So what? <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it's not that the scene in Barbie does not come from nowhere. It comes from like reality no but i don't is, i think reducing men get mad at each other because they're jealous of the other one's woman like i know it Every, like, I, like everything in barbie is a reduction though everything in it i mean it's not supposed to be picked apart like you know a social experiment no no but i want it to like it's just barely kind of stringing along competence it's not really stressing for anything further than that which is a d- disappointing with the auteurs involved like i would think you could still make something lego movies amazing why is lego lego movie appeals broadly to everybody that's made by chris you know lord and miller auteur comedy guys you're like, saying you're saying that the lego movie um you know runs the gamut but it really doesn't i have never Will Ferrell seen as the movie. president same kind I've of thing never, i'm just i have never seen i a woman have never seen the lego movie nicole have you seen the, the lego, LEGO movie? movie is what barbie wishes it could so. be basically it's 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 ip that shouldn't be as good as it is working and it appeals to a mass audience it's the same it's the your same mass fucking... audience is a bunch of boys and men Ooh. until you realize these things I mean, I, I I hate to point it out to you, and I know that I raised you as as my offspring and children, but it's that's the truth. If if Barbie, if it's Fucking a man woman binary, if it's a man woman binary binary here though, and I, you know Nicole is voting with the men, just as 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 has the has gone so far. Yes. Like what? I, if well, I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if, if Oppenheimer's the man movie and Barbie's the woman no, movie, that's not true. Voting... That's not okay. true. Women can have their own opinion on if they find fucking World War Two more interesting than I agree with, Barbies, with you. There's no problem yeah. with that. I agree with you, which is what Mama K's whole like Christopher Nolan doesn't appeal to women. It appealed to Nicole more than the Barbie movie. Alright, well, I was, what I was, <laughs> alright, well, what I was gonna say is that, uh, that, I mean, I get both the sides, like, from mom's perspective and friend's perspective, but I think it's just, I think it's because, I think Barbie does appeal to a wider mass group of audience of people just because that's the world we live in nowadays, but that's, that's really what I was thinking the whole time. But, but, uh, since it's a. Oh, it does appeal to a wide. Uh, oh, I, I think Barbie does appeal to a wide group. I just, like, I, I was expect, I, I just wanted something. More substantial, yeah. Just something yeah, to hang but the, on. The average I was expecting viewer, good things. The average viewer is not going to look at a deep philosophical reason why Barbie is the superior. Exactly. 
most people are just gonna be like, oh, who colors? Pretty awesome. Not people aren't gonna look at no people aren't looking at Barbie as an oh, I must dig into the philosophy of Barbie on how. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I think that is what the average person is. I thought I thought because Greta Gerwig, Noah Baumbach are the creators. I well, that that that's the uh, that's the studio selling a person like me on Barbie. Like I wouldn't see Barbie if if it weren't for auteur directors. Yeah, and that's I, the I wouldn't. thing. Like people bringing their seven year old daughters and nieces to Barbie movie. I don't think that that makes sense at all. This is not like a like Barbie goes to the horse farm type of animated no. film <laughs> that people are used to. And they think it's going to be something like that, and it, it it can't be any further from that. This is about, honestly, this is about the patriarchy of the the world that they go to, and they see Will Ferrell is in charge, and Ken gets all high and mighty and buys his cowboy hat, and he thinks it's all about horses, which is, you know, that's that's the way to live. That's actually pretty funny, honestly. Yeah, uh, it's like hilarious. Yeah, no, it's good. And, it is good, and he has and the horse he on the brings TV it, screens. He sees yes. that, and he brings it back to the Barbie world, and every man in there collectively jumps on the horse train, and <laughs> they all the think that that's that. Yep, they jump on the <laughs> saddle. That's the end all be all. And that's exactly what this movie is about. And I don't think that it's made for children like people thought it was. It's not going to be cute princess dresses and stuff. As much as the um, the, re- the the pink carpets wanted it to be where everyone was dressing up like Barbie to go to these uh, pre, um, pre-shows and everything. That's not what this was at all. That's what I think is the most disappointing part of this is they wanted it to be something cute and family related. And it's not, it is way more yeah. than that. And when you bring it out the same time as something like Oppenheimer, which is so deep and dark and, uh, and feeling and, you know, that's a, it's a real part of history. They're going to be, competing against each other so much so that people are going to start diving into like how we're doing with this Barbie movie and it's not going to be the cute movie that they expected it to be. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not the cute. I mean it, it is I, I the, the parts about it I liked about it were the charming parts. It's just a big clusterfuck yeah. mess and that's unfortunate. Like that like like we I I wanted I wanted to come here and be like Oppenheimer is everything right with this type of cinema, and Barbie is everything right with this type of cinema. I was ready to come into this weekend loving both and like being like, this is everything. And I wanted it because like I'm a pro going to the theaters. I'm pro auteur filmmakers. I like I like Greta Gerwig. I like uh, Christopher Nolan. Obviously, I want Noah Baumbach's writing career to continue. So like this, like I want all of these things to work, and I was ready to go in with everything going. And Oppenheimer hit the expectations it crushed everything it's exactly what i expected and barbie didn't and barbie barbie lagged t- and barbie dragged and barbie just flailed can, and toothless. can i tell you the problem for me for eat from each of these movies is the same thing but the exact opposite the problem with oppenheimer for me is the patriarchy the problem with barbie for me is is the Attack Did you go in with patriarchy. Oppenheimer with an open heart though like i like the problem with barbie was what is is the um is anti like anti patriarchy so mm, you've got both there neither one of them they le- the the thing that they leave me with that, that is incomplete is that i don't want to go to a movie that's anti something and anti something else they both were anti something to me oppenheimer was blatantly anti woman I don't think that was the point of the movie. Don't get me wrong. No, it's not. The point of Oppenheimer is not to be anti-woman. Women just weren't involved in making atomic bombs. They just weren't as involved. They shouldn't be building a world for her, though. Like, let her make her own opinion about it. It shouldn't be, oh, this is all about a bomb and tits. And that's what it was. It's and not about tits at that. all. Tits are in but that's what someone can take away. That's what someone can take away from it, though. But they felt compelled to put it in. What, no, they. Why are you so focused on this? Why is this such a drag? I just don't understand. Like, if if a if a dude, if it was like a Chip and Dale's dude dancing, it would be like me complaining about Magic Mike with like like the stripping scenes. Like this doesn't offend no, me. No, because that's offend- what your expectation no, of the film Magic is. Magic Mike is actually about strippers. 
Oh right, my god, I let me rephrase that. this. If all right, it would be like me complaining about Barbie being misogynistic and sexist, which I don't think it is. But complaining saying Oppenheimer I, is sexist against women is very but, similar to saying Barbie is sexist against yeah, men. I I, I very believe similar. that's the point I was just trying to make is that I believe that those two things that is something that these both these movies have in have in common. Is that So you think Barbie is sexist against men? I yeah. I think that the, I think that's the underlying I do too 100%. Yeah, that is the underlying when people are saying that it's a man-hating or movie or whatever and then they try so to agree. like You agree? You agree Barbie yeah, is a man-hating try- movie? Oh my god. Okay. Fuck, Brennan. Like it's not like that's a piece of it for me. Just like the misogyny is a piece of Oppenheimer for me. It's not it's, I'm not I don't, I, I don't think Barbie's a man-hating movie. That's what I th- like I'm surprised you're I saying. I think you're right. I don't I think, think it, either I, think I don't think either movie hates the gender of the non-dominant gender. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. And when you're saying hate, hate is strong. It's not that. It's just that they're Yeah, no one made Oppenheimer going I hate women. No one. Zero of the men in Oppenheimer said I hate women. Thought I hate women at any point. I'm telling you that. I'm telling you that. There's no way. It's just not, that's not, I don't know how you could look at Oppenheimer and be like, I hate women. That's not the point of Oppenheimer. It's about so much else. It's, it's you, it sounds, it more, sounds more like you're trying to insert yourself into the story as why are there no women in the story? Because there weren't women involved in the fucking Oppenheimer movie. There, there weren't women involved in the atomic bomb to heavily degree. My, Sorry, pro- my problem with Oppenheimer was not that there were not women involved. My problem is that I could not keep the men straight. That's a me problem. That is not, a, I mean, partially it's a movie problem that if they couldn't translate that to me, then that's part of their problem. But that's a me, I, that's a me problem that I take, I take full responsibility for. I don't take responsibility for the fact that there's things in there that i find offensive because it's in there for no goddamn good reason i mean period it isn't in there for a good reason but it is in there for no good reason but i just i don't there is no hate there's no hate for women in Oppenheimer. and you're not telling me that men men going out of that movie were like oh my god that was like the coolest you know that it's like oh the science and all this stuff also florence pugh's tits awesome no one no 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 you're you're just wrong i hang out in these i am not bro movie circles I've never heard anyone once be like, like uh, th- no, that's just not like when when you're because they're like, not maybe saying it out loud to you. Well, it's, uh, we're we're all they're keeping it from me. I don't me. think I don't think me and they're not are saying the it out loud. Stereotypical man that's probably thinking about that kind of stuff while we're watching a movie about it. No, <laughs> but also, like I just think if you're a dude who wants to ogle tits, you're not going to Oppenheimer. If you're a dude who then wants to ogle tits, it? you're not going to but Oppenheimer. So why? That's part why of my point. It? Well, well, why put him in if you're gonna if you're gonna want? Because it was part of the story. Because he thought it would be a better storytelling technique for Emily Blunt to see a naked Florence Pugh riding Killian Murphy than a clothed Florence Pugh riding a a clothed Killian Murphy. That's That's why he did it. That's why he did it for him. That's great for him to think that. But guess what? It's not. Oh, but guess what? Two uh, guys elbowed each other and said, "Huh, Florence Pugh's tits in the theater," and now you're mad. I'm not, I'm just telling you the reason behind that you don't see I'm telling you, they didn't make it because of that. Me. It might have just happened because of that, but that's not, you're, you're implying, f- I, I, I just don't like your implication. You're saying it's, be- they did it to do that. I'm saying it just, it, like, that's a byproduct. That's not the, the reason. There's no reason to do it. No, it's the, oh my goodness, it doesn't make any sense. There's so many parts of, there's so many parts of current, um filmmaking and story making like you know that i do not care for the love death and robots series that we talk about quite often on this channel yep. and it's because there's parts of that series that adds sexuality to where it doesn't need to be where you can still grab the attention of the viewer and they can the understand exactly what's happening without having to do that you don't need to agree. have I, I think someone's boobs in a fi- in a film to get the understanding that Emily Blunt's character is upset about the um the affair that this guy has had. Like you don't need to have that. And it, I, I I come back to that religious as- aspect that other countries have about this, and they're not showing it in a, it with nudity. And I guarantee you that those people are having the same feelings that we are, but they don't need to see it. I totally agree with that. Well, I just wanted to say that. But I just want to say that Barbie is a serious, uh, complex movie, as Ben Oppenheimer is also a <laughs> laughter movie that people get laughs from. 
because that was one of the best memes I saw on Instagram today. It was like, oh, there was like two guys arguing, and then they were like, oh, I watched Barbie for the serious plot, the intense of it, and then they were like, Oppenheimer, I watched it for the the jokes. It was some pretty good reasons on it. I would highly recommend everyone's close to the memes that go through Barbenheimer. I will say, <laughs> this is, I, I laughed Almost the same amount between the two movies. I actually, I, think I, thought, I have too. I think the gold too would say the same thing. I think we both laughed about this is Christopher Nolan's funniest movie and Greta Gerwig's least funny movie. I will like that's that's without a doubt. <laughs> yep. Any other thoughts on Barbie or Oppenheimer before we close out? I mean, we're gonna do. I mean, I, I think it's clear. Everyone, it's three Oppenheimers to one Barbie at the end of this, yeah. as far as the superior film. It's just shocking how much this this rivalry took off between these two. I'm really, I haven't seen something like this before. I need 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 some heat in the. You can thank social media. Well, I think I need to see something in the Instagram, the Brennan podcast about the heat coming down on the podcast episode. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you want it? So a poll, a poll to see what the fan. The no, thing is, like, this, that's going to work out really no, well. I don't, for I don't me. think the poll would be necessary. I, just want to, I, just, I think you should play like a clip of it, just like with the moments. You don't think the poll would be necessary because it's obvious. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 I didn't want to say it. <laughs> it's it is absolutely clear to anyone with fucking. <laughs> it's just not even. That's that's the, the honestly that's the biggest tragedy. Is I wanted it to be close. I wanted it to be a battle, a fight. Uh, uh, two, two, two auteurs at the top of the game, and it's not. It's. I mean, yeah, I agree. Oppenheimer, that's a, that's and what I think. it's it's Oppen- it's it's just not even close. It's unfortunate, but that's how we're leaving Barbie and Oppenheimer. If you want to hear actual reviews of the films and not diatribes, that's we have those. But this is for all the extra stuff because there was plenty of extra stuff for these two movies. And now August is coming, and there's writer strikes and actor strikes, so we're probably not going to ever talk about anything again. This might be the last show. So um, thank you guys for the years of service. And, I'm uh, glad I was on the last episode. I was a guest. And, <laughs> Yay, and, uh, Griffin! Jess, Jess, you can stay in Texas. I know you're not listening because you've never listened to our show before. So it uh, <laughs> doesn't even matter. Why am I talking to her? All right, that's it. Barbenheimer is in the books. Uh, and if you want to recommend things to us, I'll do the plugs one more time. Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore Podhost. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Put it to bed. Thank you guys for being on for Barbenheimer. Okay, thanks, Griffin. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.